Welcome back to The Real Deal Brides podcast. I'm your host, Alessandra Macaluso, author of the book, The Real Deal Bridal Bible, and this is episode nine. Today, we're talking with Chrissy Woj. She is the voice behind her blog called Quirky Chrissy. You can find her at quirkychrissy.com, and that's also where where you'll find all of her social, her Instagram, her Facebook, and Twitter, and all that good stuff. How are you doing, Chrissy? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm very excited to talk to you because you are fresh off the wedding train. (laughs) You just recently got married. Yes, I did. Yeah, this past September, right? Yep, September 16th. Yes. And you have so many good stories that I know that any bride and groom listening would definitely benefit from. So there's, I'm just going to die right in. Go for it. You and I met before you actually got engaged because we connected over the internet. And I think it was, you guys were serious, you and your uh, boyfriend at the time, Brian, right? Mm-hmm, Brian. And... You weren't sure about, you know, you knew that you wanted to marry him and you guys had talked about it, but you weren't sure about a ring. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. And then I remember you and I connected and we went back and forth a little bit about, I don't know, you know, it was kind of like people and more worried about what people in general were going to say if you didn't have one. Yeah. So with that, like Brian and I had been together a little over almost five years at that point. And we had lived together for almost five years at that point. Um, we pretty much moved in. Like I just never went home. Like (laughs) that was it. I, we went on our first date and I never went home ever. Hey, when you Uh, know, you know, (laughs) yeah, he just kind of be, he became home. And like, I remember, I don't know, it was like within the first six, eight months and he was like, home is where your cheese is. And all my cheese was in his refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) When you, when I read your posts, I remember one of the lines that made me crack up was um, you said something like, think about all the cheese. Like my soul cries for the amount of cheese I could have bought with that kind of money. <laughs> and, and I guarantee you, I have bought plenty of delicious cheese between then and now not <laughs> having an, an actual Brian paid for an engagement ring. Um, <laughs> so uh, what we what we ended up doing um, you know, he was really concerned what people would think if he didn't buy me an engagement ring. I told him I didn't need one. I didn't want one. I don't wear jewelry. It doesn't really matter to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was so concerned that we ended up, we came to kind of a, a, a solution. And I told him to steal my great grandmother's ring out of my jewelry box, which I already had. He didn't have to go ask anyone for permission. He just had to go and grab it. And when he decided to propose, I can't tell you how many times I opened up the jewelry box looking to see if he had taken the ring and he hadn't torture. That's torture. Um, he, we, we talked about it in like January of 2015. I mean, we had talked about getting married for, it was always part of the plan, but it was okay. Well, when is it going to happen? Right. And we talked about it in January of 2015, January. Mm. And you know, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. Then it's June. And that's when you and I started talking. And I'm like, you know, we're getting married eventually. I don't really know when I don't know what the plan is. But he tells me he told he had told me in January that we were going to get married in 2016. 
he told me in January of 2015 that was the plan, <laughs> but he had not proposed. And then it was September, and then it was like October, and I'm like, well, maybe it'll be around Halloween. Right. And then Halloween came and went. All right, well, maybe, I don't know, sometime around Thanksgiving? No. <laughs> and then <laughs> finally... Uh, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, all right, come on. Like today, junior 2016 is like a month off. And, um, I planned, we, he had his holiday work party and I was like, listen, the last year we had to leave early. We had to drive home. It was a pain. How about we get a hotel and we stay in the city? And he's like, yeah, okay, that works. And I'm like, you know, why don't we just stay the whole weekend? Make a whole thing of it. And I, like, basically handed him this weekend on a silver platter. Right, right. And he's over there thinking, wow, I thought I was going to have to, like, do a lot more work and finagle things. She just, like, gave this to me. And she doesn't even know. And I'll bring the jewelry box for you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. And so uh it, it ended up that that was the weekend he did propose. Mm-hmm. Um and he we woke up the next morning after his holiday party and you know, we were out late and he's like, I I made breakfast reservations and this is a man who doesn't wake up before ten AM and he's like, I made reservations for brunch. You can't leave brunch to chance. Oh, I'm like, all right, you weirdo. <laughs> so you knew something was up right away. Yeah. And, you know, and he's like, I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we'll go to the Shed Aquarium or maybe we'll go to, you know, Navy Pier or I don't really know. We'll do something. It'll be fun. What do you want to do? And I'm like, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll just figure it out. And so, you know, we're getting ready and, you know, I put on my most comfortable pair of tie-dye yoga pants and he looks at me and he's like, (laughs) maybe not. And I'm like, all right, y'all weirdo. (laughs) Well, I have to say something right here. Also, if you follow Quirky Chrissy on Instagram, you'll see the tie-dye yoga pants because you have some pretty awesome uh, photos on your Instagram of you doing very bendy things in your tie-dye yoga pants. (laughs) Well, thank you. Go on. It's been a a while since I've posted one of those, but I do have them. (laughs) So, okay. Um, So he made you change out of the yoga pants. So he made made me, and I, I, let's be honest, I put on black yoga pants. I I replaced the (laughs) tie-dye with black. Right. Obviously. (laughs) Because what else is there to wear? People don't wear jeans. That's not comfortable. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I did. I did make myself look a little bit more presentable. And we went to brunch. And you know, I'm 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 back there. I'm like taking selfies. Look at me wearing last night's makeup, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and he runs off to the bathroom. He's just being weird. Ten minutes go by. Yeah, nor selfies, just playing with, you know, my phone, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Snapchat filters, you know. <laughs> Snapchat filters, all the fun things you can do. And all of a sudden I look up and there are two of my friends, Eric and Brooke, and a video camera. Oh, how fun. And so they're all, well, where's Brian? He's in the bathroom. Um, yeah, I don't think he's coming back. And they sit down, sliding next to me. So where's his coat? And like, you're sitting on it. And, you know, my girlfriend, Brooke, she reaches in and she 
pulls out an envelope from his coat and a little cryptex. And if you don't know what a cryptex is, it's um, if you've seen the Da Vinci Code. Yes. It's like that little puzzle thing that he has to open. Like where there's... You have to like solve the riddle to yeah. open it. And then there's the paper inside? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And so it's one of those. And I and inside the envelope is like a clue to open the cryptex. Oh, how cool. And inside the cryptex, it's like a little USB flash drive that we plugged into a phone. And it was a video. And he was like, hey... I'm going to lead you on this little, you know, adventure and have fun, solve some more puzzles. Here's the next clue. And so it was a clue to another location. And the location ended up being the Looking Glass Theater at um, Water Tower Place in Chicago. And from there, they when we got there, they had another cryptex with another puzzle to solve it. This is so cool. I love it. Was it. Awesome. <laughs> um, and so inside that cryptex, there was another clue to another location, which ended up being Navy Pierce Crystal Gardens. And that one took me forever to figure out. Um, <laughs> but once we got to Navy Pier and started walking up to the Crystal Gardens, I saw my parents. And so he had brought my parents in on this. Oh, good move. And good move. They were sitting there with another cryptex. And they had a clue for that. And of course, you know, my mom is like goading me. She's like, come on, come on, come on, solve it, solve it. I'm like, stop it. No pressure, no pressure. And she's like, do you want the clue? Do you want the clue? I'm like, no, I do not want the clue. Um, Eventually, my friend Brooke actually solved it. Um, So Eric knew all the answers. Brooke did not. So Eric was like, he was the, the clue giver and Brooke was the, let me help you solve it because you can't do this alone. <laughs> you need friends like that in life. You really do. It's like my phone a friend, but she was there and she was holding a video camera the entire time. Uh, the, the final leg was we walked to the end of Navy Pier where they had a whole Christmas fest and he had written in the last note, you know, I'll meet you under the tallest Christmas tree. And it was this crazy... They set up a whole, like, winter village at the end of Navy Pier in one of their, like, giant halls. And there's Christmas trees everywhere and lights and sprinkles and snowflakes and people dressed up like elves. And when we arrived, we were supposed to see the man in the blue suit. And the man in the blue suit turns out to be, like, the mayor of this winter town. And he's like, welcome, welcome, you must be Chrissy. We've been waiting for you. Welcome to my winter wonderfest. I'm the mayor. You know, we've, we're so excited to have you. And then, like, all these, like, all their little elf girls are, like, you know, journalist-type elves and media and one of them's like Chrissy's coming she's here and they're like make way make way Chrissy's coming through (laughs) and it was huge production that I never in a million years would have expected but there it was and standing under the tallest Christmas tree was Brian in his suit and uh, I walked up to him and he got down on one knee and asked me to be his bride and the rest, as they say, is history. I think that that's that. Yeah, that's the picture that I saw um, you in front yes. of the tree with him proposing. But I had I had no idea about the scavenger hunt or um, any of this. The elves and that is so cool. It was ridiculous and amazing. And like he hadn't he didn't plan the elves 
they he was just sitting there, you know, a man in a suit all by himself. And they're like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. What's going on? What are you doing? Oh, so they just he hooked him, him up. Like, how can we help? What can we do? I love stories like this. It just restores my faith in people. Yeah, sometimes people are good. <laughs> well, he is definitely a keeper. And I, and I love how he included your parents, too. Because a lot of times, like, I feel like there's so much to think about and learn about and, and do. And a lot of guys, like, it's just nerve-wracking. The whole process in general is nerve-wracking. And sometimes, like... You know, they don't mean to not tell them, but they just don't think, you know, like, oh, crap, like I should have asked the parents or I should have involved the parents somehow. So that's really cool that he (laughs) really thought that through. And he asked my best friend before he asked my parents, he was like, is it okay if I ask her parents? Do you think she'd be okay with that? So like he was like really double, triple checking. See, one of the things that I I definitely want you to share with, um, you know, the brides and the grooms listening is how you pulled off your wedding. Um, if I didn't say this earlier, if you go to quirkychrissy.com, I like how you kind of blog about everything. Um, you obviously do blog a lot about the wedding and the details because that's something very recent and close to you. But you you also blog about all kinds of things. I like how um, you know you say not to put you in a box, that you kind of blog about DIY, you blog recipes, you blog all different kinds of topics. Um, you name it, I'll write it. And I love that because it doesn't really matter what you're writing about. I feel like you just have a really good, funny, feel-good voice in your writing. So if you're look, you know, if you like that kind of tone, definitely look at Chrissy's blog posts. But um, you guys, when you share your stuff about the wedding, you can see that the way that you guys planned the wedding and the way that you guys pulled off details and everything, you really made it about you guys. Like you can tell that you were comfortable, you were happy, you were confident, you had all the details that reflected you guys as a couple. And I love that. Thank you. And one of those things that you know I'm dying to talk to you about is the completely original <laughs> cake idea that you had that I am like salivating over. Actually, it was funny because I, I talked to Amy from Outnumbered Mother, and mm-hmm. this was a few months back, and she had hung out with you, I think, just like really recently. And she told me about this idea, and I was like, it was before your wedding, though, and I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. So I was like, I, you know, I, I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to talk to her. And I wanted to mention it, but then I reached out to you first. And I was like, should I wait? And you're so funny. You're like, yeah, please wait. Because I think your wedding was like a week later. Um, yeah, it was it was right before the wedding. And I was like, just just hold off like a week or two. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. So I know the suspense is killing people. So tell, tell about your <laughs> lovely, delicious cake that you guys had. So... So Brian and I, neither of us are really big cake eaters. He just doesn't really like it. And for me, I was a banquet server. I was a catering manager. I ate more cake in the, you know, between the ages of 18 and 25 than most people eat in an entire lifetime. And so I was just done with cake. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when it comes, came time to like, all right, well, we're planning our wedding we're not going to have a cake. Cake is stupid. And I'm like, well, what about like, you know, cheesecake? Everybody likes cheesecake. And Brian's like, I don't like cheesecake. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Damn it, Brian. (laughs) And so then I'm like, all right, well, you know, what else? What, what other cheesecake? Cheese, like a cake made of cheese, like just wheels of cheese, not just not cheesecake, like dessert, but like cheese. (laughs) like delicious. And 
the idea was then born and I Googled it and Pinterested it. And I'm like, oh my God, other people have done this before. And I had no idea. And so I'm like getting all these ideas. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can totally do this. I can be on board with this. And so Brian's like, all right, yeah, we can have a cheesecake. That's very you. It's very, I mean, it works. All right, cool. It's genius, Brian. Uh, It's genius. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Wouldn't believe the number of people fought with me about not having a real cake. Really? (laughs) Like there are a lot of people just, they, they were like, well, there has to be cake. And I'm like, we'll see what we do. We'll see. I had like some cupcakes and a little mini sweets table that I think was devoured in about 10 minutes. And I felt a little bad that I didn't have a full real cake, but I was like, you know what guys, my cheesecake was delicious. No. Yeah. Don't feel bad. You did you. That's, that's the best part. You guys did what was right for you guys. Yeah, it was awesome. So what we ended up doing, uh, we, we, I say we, I called, um, I called Whole Foods because there was a Whole Foods near our venue. I was, you know, we're on a budget because we paid for it ourselves. And I was like, well, Whole Foods has some pretty good cheese. Let's see. Let's see what they could do. Let's see if they're interested in like tackling this. Let's see what we can do. And so I called the Whole Foods down by my venue, which is about an hour from my house. And I live three minutes from another Whole Foods. But I figured the one that was close to the venue was probably the best bet. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I did because they were wonderful. Um, you know, they were super patient with me, you know, back and forth. And they got so excited about the idea. And they're sending me pictures and suggested cheeses. I gave them, you know, three price ranges to work in. And I wanted to see the different options. Um, and they just, they blew me away. And then they, when I said, okay, well, I think we'll go with this one, this one, and this one. And they're like, well, come down, we'll do a tasting, make sure you're okay with all of them. And I was like, all right, I like cheese. <laughs> way, way better than I brought, cake tasting. <laughs> I brought my girlfriend who was kind of like my unofficial event planner. Per, like she, she basically took my details and helped make them real. She also did all of my flowers and she was basically a goddess among women <laughs> doing all the things she did for my wedding. Nice. Um, and so she came down with me to Whole Foods and they had set up a whole little table with a tablecloth and plates and wine glasses and a display of the cheesecake. And it said, you know, reserved for the future, Mr. and Mrs. Woj. And it was adorable. How cool. I, I think I was telling you earlier, um, I also had an awesome experience with Whole Foods for my daughter's third birthday party. She, um, again, it was the same kind of thing. I was, you know, my mom was kind of pushing me to get like a really expensive cake and I called a couple bakeries. Some of them wouldn't even, you know, couldn't even take me. Others wanted like just a ridiculous amount of money for a, you know, third birthday cake. And I was like, let me just try Whole Foods. And, um, we were doing like a movie themed, uh, birthday party for her. It, it was like a boxcar drive-in kind of thing. And, um, cool. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I'm thinking this is what I want. Like I was thinking like a, a little, like a cake and then some cupcakes or whatever. They did the most awesome cake for her with like her name in like a Hollywood star. And then they made these cupcakes that they made the icing on it look like buttered popcorn. And so, and I went on Amazon and I got like, um, cupcake wraps that made to look like a tub of popcorn. So between like the little popcorn cupcakes and the cake that they made, like they just did 
a freaking phenomenal job. And I got to say, like, for the price, they gave me so much more than I was going to get for, like, a regular cake, you know, for her birthday. I was so happy with them. So I'm glad that they did right by you, too. Like, speaking of price, so when you buy whole wheels of cheese at Whole Foods, Mm -hmm. you get a discount. Really? So... So not only did we have our, our cheesecake, we did not have to pay a premium for them to be doing this, you know, as a, as a kind of a, almost a catering type of a thing, but they gave me a discount. There was no upcharge. It was a discount. Brides jump on this. Okay. Mind blown. That's, that's, you know what, even if, like you said, like, I know people gave you some shit about it, that you didn't have, um, a traditional cake, you know, some people might just lose their minds if, if they don't have a traditional cake at all, but like. If I could go back, I don't know if I would skip the cake altogether because I have one of those crazy Italian families that just like just certain things you just have to do. But if I could go back, I would do this for the cocktail hour. Definitely. Like a cheese. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I love that idea. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And it was good cheese. It was so good. Our top was a petite basque. Our middle was um, a, a young manchego, mm. and our bottom was uh, Mari Kay Gouda, which is this amazing brand of Gouda uh, out of Wisconsin, and oh, it was so good. I feel like I need to play like romantic music in the back of that section of you talking about the cheese. You probably should. <laughs> like I'm over here swooning and like snuggling my glass of wine. <laughs> and then you also did some other themed things, right? Like your favors. Um, yeah, so so it, the a theme kind of came together at the last minute, um, as most things in my life do, <laughs> and uh, like I wasn't going to do favors at all. We were going to do a donation, and it ended up that I came across these cheese graters, like these tiny little baby cheese graters, and they were the cutest things. And they said, um, "One great love." And I was like, done. I love it. All right. And so I bought those. And it was just going to be the cheesecake and then the cheese graters. And then I decided, like, the night before the wedding that we were going to label the tables with cheese. Of course. And so all of the all of the table names were cheeses. So there was the Manchego table and the Gouda che- table and the Edam table and we just had all the cheeses. It was it was our cheese wedding, our very punny cheesy wedding. <laughs> I absolutely love that idea. Brides jump on that. That's that's so awesome. And who doesn't love cheese? Right? Crazy people. <laughs> I don't trust people that don't like cheese. I, mean, I definitely don't. <laughs> well, Um, One of the other things that I wanted to have you talk about was the fact of how you handled your finances, because you did something that you don't hear a lot about. You did some really smart wedding planning. And from what I understand, you and Brian actually paid ahead for pretty much everything, right? Yep. uh, We were completely paid off um, like the day of the wedding. Most of our bills were paid in advance. Um, you know, we had to do all of the last minute tipping and stuff at the end. And But we had all the checks ready. Everything was, you know, in our bank account. We left completely debt free, which was a goal that, you know, we both had in mind. We didn't really want to have to put anything on credit cards. We were actually um, surprised that, you know, there were a lot of things we couldn't put on credit cards. 
um, our venue, our photographer, none of them accepted credit cards. It was cash or check only. Yeah. That shocked me too. I remember when we got married it was and I was same. like, but I wanted the points on my <laughs> credit card. Yeah. Cause like we, we we're, we're the, we, ugh. we pay off our credit cards, you know, every month as it is. So it's, it wasn't like, you know, we wanted to let it extend. It was just like, I wanted the points. Yeah. Yeah. Smart planning. Everything, anything to help you pay put. for the, help pay for the honeymoon. Right. <laughs> um, but we, we were able to, um, have everything paid for in advance. Uh, we saved, let's see. We, we knew we were getting married, obviously, you know, in January of 2015, before he proposed, right. we knew that getting married was the next thing on our list. We bought our house in October of 2014. And so it was like, okay, from here we save. Well, I put away probably half of my paycheck every month just to, into a savings account that I never touched that, you know, Brian didn't even realize I had. And so we were able to just kind of cover it with, you know, between what we had saved and, you know, our regular monthly cash flow. But then, um, you know, just trying to, to watch our budget and find the best, the best bang for our buck. Yeah. Which you really, I mean, you wind up having to do a lot of homework, but it's worth it because then you get to actually decrease your stress levels. I mean, how awesome did that feel on your wedding day to know that you had like pretty much zero wedding debt? It was like something that we didn't even have to think about or worry about. It was just, it was done. Like the wedding would be done and it would be done, done. Like nothing to worry about. So did you have, did you guys have a joint account already because you guys were living together and you know, to help? No, we actually, we didn't get a joint account until after we were married. Nice. So you just just started saving, stocking money away from your paycheck from the time you started planning and then you were able to do it. And as far as your vendors go, like, you know, I know, like you were saying before, Whole Foods is like your best favorite vendor, right? Because they were so accommodating. They were, the, they were the best. They were, they were so kind to me. They were welcoming. They were so excited to be working with me. And like, they just, they were a joy. And some of the other bridal vendors, they, this is their, their daily, daily job. They deal with brides, you know, several brides a day. And so they're not as enthusiastic. They're not as excited and they're definitely not as accommodating because it's, that's just their day job. And so when you come across a vendor who's not, you know, typically in the biz, they're, they tend to be more open to ideas and willing to help you. Yeah. I should mention there's zero affiliation with myself and Whole Foods or Chrissy and Whole Foods. Or me. Yeah. No, I just. This is just straight, honest, good experiences. And you know what? They're not the only ones. Um, I'm sure there would be a lot of people in that kind of like situation where they're not traditional vendors. So if you think outside the box when it's something that you want, like in, in your case, Chrissy, it was the cheesecake. But there's a lot, there's so many things that are wedding oriented that if you could just think outside the box and find a vendor who doesn't traditionally work with weddings, you'll be their rock star. You know, they'll give you the best service. Like you said, they totally hooked you up and made you feel, you know, as special as you want to feel when you're getting married. Um, exactly. One of, you have a lot of, you know, good tips and a lot of obviously um, things that you did that really helped you guys plan a kick-ass wedding. Um, but if I could ask you, like, what are your three three to five best tips that you would say to a bride to be being someone who just recently got married. 
What would those tips be? So one of the best pieces of advice that I got from, it was from my boss at the time, as soon as I got engaged and she, you know, she said to me, don't let the details get in the way. Don't focus on the details if they're stressing you out. You know, just like in in your book, when you went to register and you were like, this is overwhelming, I'm out. And you mm-hmm. went and got a beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For me, it was, oh my God, I need to get off of Pinterest now. Yes. Yeah. Um, and because I didn't want that to stress me out. I didn't want the details, which, you know, we had a lot of really great details, most of which came together at the last minute when we kind of had the time to be like, Oh, Hey, this would be kind of cool. All right, let's do that. Um, but I, I didn't freak out about it. I I didn't go in over my head. So don't let the details freak you out. Just kind of do the important things, focus on what's important. And, you know, if something starts to stress you out, walk away from it. Yeah. Go get a beer. You can come back to, you can come back to it later. Go get a beer. Yep. Yep. Walk away because then that's when you start making crazy decisions that maybe don't really jive with you and your spouse to be, you know, like you start doing things that maybe other people want you to do or things that you don't really care about. And then that's just a whole other Mm -hmm. downward spiral. My, my matron of honor, for me, she calls them my Griswold goggles. And I, I look at life through Griswold goggles. I, Clark Griswold is my spirit animal. <laughs> and so, like, I have all of these visions of grandeur, and the families are going to come together, and it's going to be this magical event, and everyone's going to love each other, and it's going to be perfect. And we all know that never happens. Right. That's but sometimes when- it could <laughs> <laughs> that's when things tend to crash and burn. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so, you know, steer clear of the Griswold goggles, look at things with like a, a logical eye. Let's see another piece of advice. If, <laughs> and this, I'm sure this happens more often than, than not. Um, if you're, if your fiance or your future husband isn't super into it, don't make him be into it. Just kind of, take care of what you can and what you need him for, bring him in. It makes everyone happier. I personally agree with you wholeheartedly on that point. And I talk about it in the book too. I think the most important thing is figuring out what makes the two of you happy. And if you really don't care, you know, if you're really like, think about it, ask deep down inside, like he's marrying you for you, right? Not for the (laughs) wedding. So while you may find it like a knee-jerk reaction to be like, why isn't he getting involved? I don't understand. Why doesn't he want to come with me to pick out my china patterns and taste our cake? Doesn't he care about our cake? No, he doesn't give a shit about your cake. He cares about you. He wants to marry you. That's what this whole thing is about. (laughs) Yes, he cares about you. He wants to marry you. And he absolutely wants to stay as far away from the wedding planning as possible. Yeah. And you know what? Let him. Not every guy is like that. Like I know a lot of guys that are super involved and that's great. Like if if that's what works for you, excellent. But I feel like you're crossing over into dark territory if you're trying to like force him to be a part of these things, you know, um, just like, just give him a break because maybe that's not his thing, but you're his thing. You know, that's the end goal. You guys are going to be married. So, and I say like, in a way that's kind of cool. Like I didn't mind doing certain things by myself because then 
I didn't have to, you know, I could just make decisions. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Excellent advice. So, and another, another piece of advice that I would definitely give is to, on the day of your wedding, surround yourself with the people you love, surround yourself with whoever you need to keep you in the place that you want to be on your wedding day. So for me, I wanted to be energized. I wanted to have a really, really great day. And to do that, I'm an extrovert. And so I needed to be surrounded by people, all of the people. Uh, if I could have had more people at my house on my wedding day, I probably would have, I just don't think they would have fit. Um, so we had about, I think there were 13 people came over, uh, on the morning of our wedding. Um, Brian was there when I woke up and he was there when people started showing up and, then everyone showed up and he was like, peace out guys. <laughs> Bye. I'm going I'm to go hang out with my brothers now. Have fun. See you in a couple hours. You're a good man, Brian. You're a good man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think it was important for me to be able to, um, to wake up and, you know, be with Brian. I know a lot of people don't want to spend the night before their wedding with their significant other. I disagree with that wholeheartedly I think if you want to be with your person be with your person yeah and then my mom and my aunts and my cousins and my bridesmaids and all of the like the family friends like my mom's best friend and her daughter came over and there was chaos and it was insane but my hairdresser was there to do our hair so we didn't have to leave I woke up, I went and I got bagels for everyone and got fruit and came back and then my hairdresser showed up and my girlfriend who did my flower showed up and uh, my best friend uh, had spent the night in my guest room the night before. So as soon as she woke up and she started taking, you know, Snapchats with uh, the snap filter I had made for my house for when we were getting ready and she's like, come hang out in my pillow fort. And I was like, I'm in because Brian (laughs) was asleep and I was like. I'm going to go snuggle with my bestie. <laughs> what a great way to kick off your, your wedding day. You know, it was wonderful. It was loud and it was exciting and energetic. And everyone just had a really great morning that led to a really great rest of the day. You're, you're touching on a good point, which is just surrounding yourself with what makes you feel loved. That looks different for everybody. You know, obviously, you're in an awesome situation where you have, from what I can tell, you know, obviously great friends, great family, and that is what you knew was going to make you have an excellent wedding experience, you know, just to be surrounded with everybody. And it takes the edge off when you do that too, because you're, you know, from the beginning, you're, you're nervous. Yeah, you're excited, but there's just so much positive energy around you that you can't help but have it be contagious, you know, and then that sets the tone for the rest of the day. It really did. It was, it was awesome. You talked about having your hairdresser there at the house, which Mm -hmm. I think brides listening, if you can do that, definitely do that because I made the mistake of traveling like a half an hour away to get my hair done in the morning. And, um, (laughs) when I got there, she, you know, when I I had gone for a trial, this is just, you know, my personal, personal hair. When I gone for a trial, 
uh, everything was great. And, you know, like most vendors, everything was phenomenal. And, you know, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. You know, we can, everything was so positive and upbeat. And, and I asked her, you know, what time should I come? Oh, come first thing in the morning, you know, be here at it's quarter to seven. You'll be the first client. We'll get you going. We'll get you in and out. Cause this was about like half an hour away from my house. Well, um, I pulled up at six 40 with my sister and just her and I, the sun hadn't even fully come up yet. It was still dark. And we sat out there for about 40 minutes staring into an empty, <gasps> empty fucking salon. And no. I was like having a heart attack, Chrissy. I was like, I, I didn't know who to call because the only number I had was to the salon where like clearly I could just see the phone ringing through the window. Um, no one was there. Finally, Finally, she came to open the salon like 45 minutes past the time that she told me to show up. And she, I don't know what her deal was, overslept, hungover, I really don't know. But she was like a total, it was not the same person that did the trial. Like it was, but it wasn't. She was just like angry and she was mumbling like, Ugh. I literally heard her say, oh, these brides are killing me. Like that. And I was like, yeah. And I was just in shock. And it wound up being fine. Like, she did a nice job with my hair. I was happy about the hair or whatever. Yeah, your but hair was really pretty. Thank you. She did do a good job, but it was totally not the experience that she gave me before I actually booked her. And it was definitely not the way that I wanted to start off my day. So I went back to the house, and I did have our makeup person come to the house. And she was there patiently, very patiently waiting for me that time we got back. And I was so happy that we at least had her come to the house because it really does take the stress off. Oh, it, it absolutely does. And so for me, my, my hairdresser was like, she's my like daily, my regular, my regular hairdresser. Caitlin is phenomenal. Um, I've been seeing her for probably four years now and I like I she moved salons and I can't quit her and I drive 45 minutes to her now you have to hang on Um, to those people (laughs) yeah like when you find a stylist you like you stick with them and so she came to the house and she did my hair she did my matron of honors hair she ended up doing a couple of other people's hair just on the fly because you know they they were all going to do each other's hair and it was like last minute we don't have time. And Caitlin's like, Hey, I'm here guys. I got my curling irons. Wow. And they were all like, yes. And, uh, and then my aunt was one of the people at my house and she did my makeup because she used to, you know, have her own makeup line and owned her own salon. And so I was like, obviously I will have my aunt do my makeup. Right. So yeah. Surround yourself with good people, people that, you know, people that you trust, you know, and we didn't even, we didn't even have to start until 10 a.m. 10:30. It was awesome. And what time did you get married? Five o'clock. Yeah. So we had a little bit of a later start time. And but we did pictures beforehand. Oh, good. So you got the four uh, pictures out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, one thing I did want to tell you um, about my my bridal party because I I don't know if you've uh if you saw the like the way I did my bridal party it was like insanely huge sort of No, I didn't see. That. <laughs> um, so so I had um I had three bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. I had two bridesmen who we officially they were ushers but really they were my bridesmen. Um I love technically that I had three of them but one of them had a baby like the day before my wedding. So So he was excused. He was excused. 
yeah, he, he had, he had a pretty good day. Like I, I think it worked out for him. And then I also had 10 women that I called my something blue crew and they were essentially honorary bridesmaids without having to do any of the work. Chrissy, you win the award for like the best fucking bride ever. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) So, so I've, I've stood up at several weddings. I have all of these really great, amazing, close, wonderful girlfriends who never want to stand up in another wedding to save their life. Yeah. And, you know, Brian only wanted to have his two brothers as groomsmen. And then my godson was his junior groomsman. And so I wasn't going to have a billion bridesmaids who one didn't even want to be bridesmaids. Right. And two, like it just would have looked crazy. Um, so it still was a little crazy, but you know, I asked them to wear teal cause my colors were fuchsia and teal and I didn't care how they wore teal, what they wore. They want to wear a dress. They want to wear a shirt with pants, whatever. Don't care. Do your thing. Just wear teal show up, be there, take pictures with us, be a part of the, the wedding excitement. They were introduced at, you know, the reception. They were, you know, they had reserved seating, but they didn't have to buy an expensive bridesmaid dress. They didn't have to throw the showers or do any of the things. They just showed up and had fun. How that is one of the coolest ideas. Did you come up with the idea? Yeah. Chrissy, you're freaking awesome. You need to keep blogging <laughs> wedding stuff. Like, I know your wedding is over, but you need to keep blogging wedding stuff because that's one of the coolest ideas. Like, it's just another thing that just really takes the edge off and ha- makes everybody have fun, and that sets the tone for your whole wedding. It was awesome. And then we did um, the uh, – yeah, you've seen Romeo and Michelle, right? Oh, God. You know what? I don't think I have. <gasps> oh, my God. Years ago? That's with um, Lisa Uh, Kudrow, right? uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw it years ago. Okay, so there is a scene at the end, and they're at the prom, or not prom, I'm sorry, uh, they're at the high school reunion, Yeah. and they're dancing with the guy, and they're dancing to Time After Time, (laughs) and it's the most ridiculous dance that you'll ever see in your entire life. Well, my matron of honor and I do this at every wedding we attend together <laughs> and every dance we went to every, you know, formal in college, we would request the song and then we would dance like buffoons. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, well, you know, we're going to do this at, at my wedding. And she's like, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, no, you're not. You love me. And, um, Brian actually suggested that we do it as like a formal dance instead of just let it happen naturally. He's like, why don't you do it right after, you know, the, the daddy daughter dance. And I was like, (laughs) you are evil. I love it. Is that what you did? So I told her we were going to do that and, uh, and we did, but I promised her that she would not, it would just not, it would not just be the two of us the whole time. Um, we also recruited one of my bridesmen to be the guy. We didn't choreograph it. We didn't, you know, do exactly the same dance. We did the general ambiance of the dance. You captured the essence. After, yeah, it, it, you just got to get the basic part of it. Um, but after about 30 seconds, the DJ was like, all right, and now the rest of the bridal party and something <laughs> blue crew can come out and join them in their 
ridiculousness <laughs> and they did and it was just this sea of hot pink and teal and it was beautiful i love it just just another just another idea of how much fun you how much fun it can be when you just infuse these details into your wedding like just ask yourself what means a lot to you you know what means a lot to the people that you care about and then find a way to incorporate it i think it's great well, I'm not going to keep you any longer, Chrissy. I've taken up a lot of your time tonight, but thank you so much. Likewise. <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm, I'm really, really glad that we got to connect. And um, I'm really glad for anyone listening because we just hooked them up with a shit ton of ideas for wedding planning. So um, definitely follow Quirky Chrissy. Check out her blog at quirkychrissy.com where you can also find all of her social links, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, Chrissy, you also had an essay in uh, Jen Mann's anthology, right? I Just Want to Be Perfect? Yes. Uh, that came out last June, and it was uh, really exciting. Or was it May? May or June? It's like the very beginning of June, end of May. Yes, and that book is, is hilarious. It's full of just hilarious. It was so fun. Yeah, and if you want to check out Chrissy's essay in there, along with some other really hilarious, talented writers, definitely pick up a copy of that. That's called, again, I Just Want to Be Perfect. And that's by Jen Mann. Um, and also, if you're getting married, pick up a copy of my book, The Real Deal Bridal Bible, where you can hear a lot of these tips that helped Chrissy as well. Yeah. Were you I read it at least three times. <laughs> <laughs> I loved getting your messages. You were like, oh my God, yes. Or you would message me and be like, I just read this part about the ring. What do you think? Like, that to me is the best. Like if you're reading it and you message me like, and something is resonating, I just, that makes my whole day. So I love that. It was, it was so perfect. It was everything I needed to get me through. Well, thank you again for chatting with me, Chrissy. Definitely go check Chrissy out at quirkychrissy.com and we will talk to you again soon. Great. Thank you so much. Have a great night. You too.